Why didn't our other Christian leaders rebuke Billy Graham? Why not? Why not? Greetings to the brightest audience in the country. Welcome to Bob and Yurt Live. I'm the pastor of Denver Bible Church. Today we're going to talk about Holt International. They have earned their place on our superfluous list of Christian leaders, Christian organizations going gay. But why is it, before we get to that, and by the way, they have adopted out countless children into families all over the world, and now they brag that they also adopt children into homosexual households. Absolutely devastating. Bethany Christian Services, they started doing the same thing, and the largest Christian leader, the most influential who has done what is so very important and necessary to do, who has rebuked these organizations and called them to repent, that's Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis. The Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum, we went to both of those just this summer. What a fabulous time we had there, Cheryl and I, with our friends Art and Alice. So I'd like to read to you Ken Ham's report on what happened with Holt International. He was very gracious with them, very patient, and urging them to reconsider, and they refused. So he has now turned down their money. They are not qualified to be a sponsor of a Christian event, and Ken Ham was talking about the concert series held being held right now at the Ark Encounter in Kentucky, just outside of Cincinnati. So before we get to that, of course, the entire Christian church should speak with one voice, warning about how immoral it is. It is child abuse to place a baby, an infant, a toddler, a child into a homosexual household. That is child abuse. But before we get to that, a lesson that our audience learned years ago, and it has to do with Billy Graham and his Christian Workers Handbook. You'll recall that we've pointed out, and you can see the documentation of this at ProLifeProfiles.com. Just click on the hand-drawn profile of Billy Graham. He and his Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, they are in the Tier 4 Personhood Never category instead of Personhood Now, Tier 1. They're not in Tier 2, not in Tier 3. They're in Tier 4 because of what Billy Graham has written over the years, over a period of decades in his Christian Workers Handbook, and he'll even write at the bottom of a page, like, for example, page 19 in 1997, they have a call-out box, Billy Graham Writes. And so it's a special message from Billy Graham on abortion. I've got another one here, and we include the screenshots 
of these books at ProLifeProfiles.com. I wrote this profile of Billy Graham. In the 2007 edition of Christian Workers Handbook, page 21, on abortion, even sincere Christians may differ on whether or not abortion is ever justified, especially in difficult situations such as rape or incest, or when tests reveal that the unborn child has severe abnormalities. In other words, if you have a Down syndrome child, you can kill the child. With Billy Graham's blessings. In the 1997 edition, page 19, Billy Graham writes, We should accept abortion in these cases, rape or incest, or if the delivery of the child is a threat to a mother's life. Isn't that something? Now, when delivering a child is actually a threat to the mother's life, well, then you remove the child as carefully as you can, cesarean section or however you need to do that, but you don't do like in partial birth abortion. You don't remove the child most of the way, part way, and then stop caring for the mother long enough to kill the baby and then resume delivering the child. That's what they call abortion for the life of the mother. If you remember with partial birth abortion, that the abortion industry fought tooth and nail for. It's a late-term gestation, the baby in the womb, and he's being delivered breech, feet first, which is dangerous for the mother. And they have the baby totally out of the mom, out of the birth canal, with only the baby's head left inside the mother's uterus. And they stop caring for the mother. Apparently, this is done for the mother, for the life of the mother. They forget about the mother for a couple minutes and they turn their attention on the baby and they put a scissors. This is technically, this is how they do it at abortion mills. They use scissors to pierce the baby's neck in the back of the baby's neck and they kill the baby by going up into the skull, killing the baby, scrambling his brains, and then they continue to deliver the baby. So if the goal was to save the mother, if that was actually the goal, why would they stop to kill the baby? They have the baby mostly delivered. You deliver the baby if your goal is to save the mother. But abortion for the life of the mother, the goal there is to kill the baby. And also Billy Graham saying if the baby's father is a criminal, you could kill the baby. What is wrong with that man? In heaven, when the Bible says that Jesus will wipe away your tears, imagine the tears that Billy Graham shed when he saw the Lord and he realized for decades, for much of his life, he was advocating killing unborn children. In fact, we have a video on our YouTube channel, kgov.com. Just click on the YouTube icon. It's titled 13 Seconds in Hell with Billy Graham. Let's hear this. Uh, Of course, I do believe in abortion uh, for those who've been raped, uh, for those who uh, may be diseased to the point that the child will be affected. I think there are certain areas that we need some of our laws brought up to date. How's that, huh? Let's hear that again. I want to hear that two more times. And Billy Graham calling for our laws being brought up to date. In other words... 
He thinks the laws were too restrictive on abortion. The laws were too protective of the fetus in the womb, the unborn child. We needed to bring our laws up to date so you could have more exceptions, so you could kill more kids. Let's hear it. Uh, of course, I do believe in abortion uh, for those who've been raped, uh, for those who uh, may be diseased to the point that the child will be affected. I think there are certain areas that we need some of our laws brought up to date. Yeah, if you're diseased, you need to be able to kill your kid. And if your kid is diseased, you really need to be able to kill your kid. You have a handicapped kid, you need to be able to kill that child. I had the honor of writing an article at American Right to Life's website called Oppose Abortion Exceptions Because. Oppose Abortion Exceptions Because. And that means to oppose every politician that advocates for exceptions and oppose every law that permits exceptions. Why? Because an exception is a child intentionally killed. So you should also oppose every Christian leader, put leader in quotes. You should oppose every Christian leader that supports exceptions. If your pastor supports exceptions, you should leave the church. Leave the church. You know, God looks at the exceptions, right? God didn't care about all the fruit that Eve did not eat, did he? Did God say, well, look at all those apples that Eve never even bit from. He didn't mention all the women that David did not violate. He didn't list the children whom Herod did not kill. God looks at the exceptions. And for a nation of Christian leaders in America over a period of decades, for no Christian leader to ever publicly rebuke Billy Graham, what a tragedy. So when the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association asked Colorado Right to Life if they could sponsor an exhibit at our March for Life, we responded. We told them we'd be thrilled to have Billy Graham's group there if they will publicly repent for advocating the killing of children for decades. If they will repent, then yes. If they will not repent, then no, they're not welcome. They're not qualified to support a Christian event. They're not qualified. And they didn't repent. So that brings us to Christian adoption services like Bethany Christian Services that went homo earlier this year. And I have here a letter from Ken Ham from less than a month ago to the supporters of Answers in Genesis And he starts, what? Another well-known Christian organization going soft on the LGBTQ movement? Why is this happening? Well, the Jews had a proverb that God, through the Apostle Paul, reminds us of, quote, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Oh, how I despair that much of the church has not taken heed of this. The leaven of compromise is a major contributing factor to why we see such an alarming generational exodus from the church in increasing numbers of lukewarm local churches and Christian organizations and institutions compromising on issues such as marriage, sexuality, and gender. By the way, on our website, kgov.com superfluous, 
we have BEL's superfluous list of Christian leaders and conservatives going gay. And I did a sermon back seven years ago. Remember 2014, those who've listened to the show for a long time, the year the church goes gay. Well, that sermon is sadly memorialized in in the list we have on our website of Christian leaders going gay. Ken Ham continues, I'm sorry, but I can't just sweep this under the carpet. He didn't have to say I'm sorry, right? Just I can't sweep this under the carpet as this ministry, AIG, Answers in Genesis, has always had an emphasis on challenging God's people to stand uncompromisingly on God's word from the very first verse and for the church to return to the absolute authority of the word of God and the vital foundation history of Genesis 1 through 11. We have always warned God's people that unlocking the door of compromise in Genesis leads to that door being opened more and more in subsequent generations. After all, Genesis 1.11 is the foundation of the rest of the Bible, of all doctrine, and of our Christian worldview. Compromise destroys. And here he quotes Jesus, that contaminated salt is no longer good for anything, right? If the salt has lost its flavor, what good is it? Last month, I gave you a challenge. I asked you to encourage your church or Christian institution to craft a more detailed statement of faith to ward against compromise that could undermine and destroy. Well, at Denver Bible Church, if you go to our website, you'll see our statement of faith is explicit on these moral issues because that's what's necessary for a statement of faith today. 500 years ago, 1,500 years ago, the attacks on the church were different than they are today. So if you go to denverbiblechurch.org, just click on our statement of faith. Well, Ken Ham says, I want to give you a practical example in an ongoing situation of taking up the challenge. This example regards AIG, and Holt International, a child sponsorship and adoption agency. Sadly, we have no option but to cancel Holt's sponsorship of one of our upcoming programs because they have allowed a little leaven of LGTBQ support to begin to leaven the organization. It's only a little leaven, isn't it? But once that door is open, this cancer will spread. First of all, many of you have read about the situation that occurred with Bethany Christian Services, one of the largest adoption agencies in the U.S. First, they allowed LGBTQ couples to adopt. Now, in the name of anti-racism, they are advocating for racial discrimination in adoptions. And then Ken Ham quotes from Bethany, but they say that they can't allow white families to adopt black children. How's that for racism? It seems one by one, many churches and Christian organizations are capitulating to the immense pressure of the LGBTQ movement and even the social justice movement and Marxist critical race theory. Because Holt International is a well-known and highly respected, not any longer, 
Christian organization that provides sponsorships for many Christian events, we had made an arrangement for Holt to be a major sponsor of our upcoming 40 Days and 40 Nights Christian Music Festival at the Ark Encounter. But one of our staff, who has researched adoption and child sponsorship groups, did a deep dive into Hope's website and found some alarming matters. Now, I didn't do a deep dive. All I did was go to holtinternational.org, and I searched just their website for the word lesbian. And what I found, I put right on our superfluous list of Christians going gay, that wickedly adopting children into homosexual households, Holt brags, quote, some of our families are straight, others are gay or lesbian. Isn't that precious? And then I also found on their application, they ask everyone for their sexual orientation. But tragically, they don't do that for the biblical purpose of discriminating against homosexuals. They do it so that they could smile as they hand children into the arms of homosexual men. That's why they do it. Ken Ham continues, I want to document for you what we have done as an example for how Christians can lovingly and boldly challenge those who open the door of compromise. I wrote twice to Holt to point out if they don't change their position on these matters, we can no longer have a sponsorship relationship. They appear unwilling to change. Although if they had reverse course, we would applaud them and restore the sponsorship. Here's a sampling of what we found. And by the way, when a Christian organization goes homo and then they lose an enormous part of their monthly income from donations, like remember that happened with World Vision when they introduced homosexual employee spousal benefits? Remember that? World Vision. And so they lost so much money, the backlash was so strong from the church. Now today, we're only, what, six years later? Today, there'd be much less of a backlash. But they reversed that policy. Did they reverse that policy because they believed it was wrong? No, it's the same pro-homo, pro-sexual immorality leadership running the organization. They just want to maximize their income because they think they're so important. Their work is so important that what God warns about homosexuality That's not so important. Their efforts are more important than God's word. And guess what? World vision is not more important than obeying God. Holt International, Bethany Christian Services, none of them are more important than knowing God and obeying God. None of them. And they think they are. Of course, they would deny that. But When the tears flow, when they see the Lord, they will know exactly what they were thinking will be exactly obvious. So Ken Ham lists what Answers in Genesis found on Holt's website. They found that in Oregon and Washington, that's where they're headquartered, up in Oregon, they found that the application, they say, we accept applicants of all sexual orientations, or gender identities, great. So they're placing kids with mentally disturbed and openly immoral parents. How's that? 
And they have the same thing with their Oregon State parent eligibility. But then further, even though those two states apparently have some kind of regulation to this effect, they ask all their applicants from all states, what is their sexual orientation? And you could be sure they do nothing to discriminate against placing a child in the hands of homosexuals. You could be sure they do nothing along those lines. Now, what makes this all really bizarre is that a Catholic adoption agency in Philadelphia, if you follow the news, you remember this from just, what, five weeks ago? That the U.S. Supreme Court ruled against the city of Philadelphia that had banned a Catholic adoption agency from functioning in their jurisdiction unless the Catholics would adopt children into homosexual households. And the Catholic Services Adoption Agency, they stood strong and shockingly. It's one of the most shocking rulings from the Supreme Court in the last half a century. Shockingly, the Supreme Court ruled against the city of Philadelphia and for the Catholic Adoption Agency that they did not have to adopt children to homosexual households. They could operate without violating their beliefs. How's that? Here at Bob and Your Live, we have one of our resources, Bob Debates a Catholic. If you haven't heard that, you, you'll just love it most likely, unless you're a Catholic. But kgov.com slash Catholic. But you know the saying, I will join any man in doing right and no man in doing wrong. So in this case, we need to acknowledge that the largest evangelical adoption agencies have betrayed God, and they have all but intentionally destroyed these children who they're placing in homosexual households. That's the Protestants. That's the evangelicals, while the Catholics have held strong on this. Just stunning. And I thank God for Ken Ham. Otherwise, I'd have to become a Catholic. No, I'm only kidding. It was just a joke. My fundamentalist friends, don't worry, I'm a fundamentalist too. So don't overreact. It's the Calvinists that have no sense of humor. Remember that. So Holt continues, and this is in Ken Ham's letter. All families, we celebrate the value of cultural awareness, and we ensure that your practices and beliefs, sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression, all your differences will be respected. Isn't that just tender? It's just precious. So Ken Ham goes on to share. He wrote twice to Holt. They wrote back once. And he shares some of what they wrote, and it's just pablum. It's just irrelevant, right? It's like Planned Parenthood lying and saying abortion is only 2% of what we do. That's like the KKK saying lynching blacks is only 2% of what we do. ISIS saying beheading the innocent is only 2% of what we do. The Nazis saying killing Jews is only 2% of what we do. So Ken Ham, he quotes Holt, and then he responds, Yes, we understand all that, but surely the overriding factor 
has to be what the Apostle Peter said in the book of Acts, we must obey God rather than men. And he continued, those government requirements, they contradict God's clear teaching on the matter of gender and marriage. Wouldn't your correct response be to state that you will not compromise your position and therefore you cannot comply with those regulations? So then, interestingly, Holt did make a change to their website based on Ken Ham's correspondence. They removed their white privilege message from their website. How's that? They even had that on there. So Ken Ham said, we are certainly pleased that you removed the item on white privilege, but we wonder why it was even allowed to be published in the first place. Further, we have found that Holt International actually has staff advocates for homosexual clients, one of whom is the senior vice president of your organization. Of course it is, right? Jesus said you can't put new wine in old wineskins. And as Christian denominations, organizations get old, over time they become worldly, even eventually godless, like Harvard, Princeton, and Yale. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the major creation organizations. You wonder, how could they compromise? The pressure for them to compromise will be, of course, and is enormous, but their very message is not compromising. So it'll be interesting to see if the Lord tarries over the next 20, 30 years what happens. And then Ken Ham lowers the boom. He asks Holt in his correspondence, which is now public. I mean, AIG is an enormous ministry, one of the largest in the world, Christian ministries. He asks, do you actually believe that it is good for you as a Christian organization to place children into homes with homosexual and transgender parents. How's that one? That reminds me of Greg Kokel. Remember in California, the famous Christian apologist, he has his own long-running podcast, and he and I have sparred a couple times, first time maybe 20 years ago, the last time about a year ago, when he said that homosexual couples, some of them are absolutely fabulous and they make great parents. How about that? And boy, did he squirm when we called him out on that. And you might want to find that. You'll find the link to that at kgov.com superfluous. That's our list of Christian leaders going gay. So Ken Ham, wow, do I admire him. We had a, a disagreement with AIG years ago. I'm not talking about flood models because they embrace catastrophic plate tectonics. You can find that at our website, rsr.org CPT for catastrophic plate tectonics. We promote the fountains of the great deep flood model called the hydroplate theory two very different models. I'm not talking about that, but there was a moral issue that Answers in Genesis took a position that just devastated us here at Bob and Live, Denver Bible Church, American Right to Life. 
and we sent someone in person to speak with AIG staff, the author of the article, and we're thrilled to say that they removed that article from their website. So uh, Ken Ham, he's one of our heroes. Lord, thank you for him. Hello, I'm Josh Craddock, and at 14 years old, I'm a little partial to Bob and Yart's manuscript, The Plot, since I helped with The Plot Boys, a series of audio Bible studies for junior high and high school students like me who want to dig deeper and better understand the Bible. The Plot is an overview of the entire Bible, because once you understand the overview of the Bible, then you have the key to understanding its details. And that's what makes the entire Bible fun to read. So please order your copy of The Plot today. Call 1-800-836-9278. That's 1-800-836-9278. Or go to kgov.com. That's kgov.com. And remember, your support, both prayerfully and financially, keeps Bob and Yard live on the air. Thank you.